0: L.A.S. The L.A.S. Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa.
1: For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.
0: Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions, such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcast. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation.
2: LAS Welcome to the
3: Hello, friends, family, ladies, gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Groove Life podcast. I'm here with my really good friends. We just moved it to really good from just good.
2: Thank God I've been waiting.
3: I know. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Jacobs and Mike Jimenez. Hello. Um, Howdy. It's been a, a hot minute since we've all been together. And it's good. Actually, it was only a couple weeks ago. That's a hot minute, though
2: yeah well but it's it's been a, a while since we've been in the studio together i i'd say that's that's a fair assessment
1: it's been, been over a month hasn't it because i it think it's last been year four years yeah it's it's been since last year it was
2: last year it was back all the way back in 2021 yeah. yeah crazy to think
3: and we're all back i do
2: feel like when we do these when we do these zoom podcast recordings it's a much more uh like kind of a relaxed laid-back environment because i'm in i'm in my pajama pants man i'm drinking a cup of coffee and
3: you really are doing the pajama pants thing (laughs) no I'm just kidding i'm I'm wearing no pants really (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm in full like uh stage gear
2: regalia i'm wearing a a full suit of armor right now (laughs) (laughs) i've got leather pounds
3: leather pants cowboy boots and tassels full bon jovi wanted dead or alive video rhinestones yeah
2: what are you wearing mike
3: I am wearing some sweatpants,
1: and uh, yeah. I'd like the remaining probably three articles of clothing that are still clean that we have. Uh, <laughs> that we're, weren't thrown we're overboard. Just, yeah, that we're, yeah, we're rounding up here now, being ten days away from home, and uh, our our bags are still just as heavy as they were when we got when we got down here. But now they're just full of dirty clothes. So yeah, yeah we got some uh, got some laundry to do when we get home.
2: Well, speaking of laundry, this is an excellent segue, uh, into, um, Mike, you're, uh, why don't you tell us about your current location because you're not <laughs> actually recording this from in your house. I'm not.
1: Yeah. Hopefully the audio and everything is coming through. Okay. I'm actually on, I don't know if I'm on location, but anymore, but I'm, uh, in Houston, Texas, uh, kind of unwinding here off of our recent return from Shiprock. Um, That's so fair. yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, if for those, I guess, listening who don't, aren't aware of, the, of the, uh, the cruise or what it is, it's a five-day long uh, cruise. It's, a, it's like a privately chartered uh, carnival cruise. Uh, it's put on by this company called Ask for uh, Entertainment. Um, they've been doing it now for, I think, I think like eight years. Um, I think it might be 10 if you include. I think they started to do something uh, something similar that wasn't called Shiprocked uh, for a couple of years before it turned into that um but it's like a five-day music festival at sea um on a cruise ship it's been a bucket list item for me for basically since i first heard about it and uh we finally were able to make it work and you know the the pandemic kind of hit at the same time and they actually canceled the one last year there were a lot of concerns here at the last minute that this one was going to be canceled uh there were some last minute changes and some last minute kind of uh bands that, that that came in came out and um, a bunch of things shuffled around. There was a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, I, I personally was a little disappointed because, uh, I think everyone by now knows my favorite band is uh, seven dust and they were, they were on the bill. They did unfortunately drop off just less than a week before we set sail, um, which, you know, was disappointing, but they, they were able to bring in some really cool bands, uh, to kind of fill the spots of the, I think there were six or seven bands that actually ended up dropping. Um, oh. but you know, they filled it back with six or seven more. So, um, It was, uh, it was definitely a great experience. And uh, I mean, I can talk about this, the whole podcast, but I mean, it was, there, there were just a million, you know, the, kind of the whole, the whole theory of it or the whole um, attraction, let's say of it, is that it's this whole community and this whole family that includes all of the artists. Um, So you're just literally sharing this cruise and you're on this cruise ship with a bunch of like-minded, you know, rock fans as well as all of those artists that you are there so, to see. so
2: and, and I was going to ask you about this so during the cruise yeah do they keep the musicians and the artists in like a separate part of the boat no or, not at all they're just mingling with like all the, the people yeah I mean
1: there, there is a separate I mean they can they can retreat if they want to and some some were more visible than others but uh like for instance and this this isn't to knock on any artists that were not that visible but like let's say Corey Taylor um I mean we saw him around but it wasn't like he wasn't Kind of mingling and hanging around i mean he had kind of a security detail with him and he was kind of oh, going wow. um you know to the shows and, and i think a lot of that was probably pandemic related too you know you don't necessarily want to you know everyone has a different level of comfort yeah with being with being around the general public so to speak so um you know but other, other members of other bands were readily available and i mean they were in fact on our we were staying on the seventh floor of this cruise ship and just counting off the top of my head, there were probably like five, like artists from different bands. I mean, a lot of the band Nonpoint actually ended up staying near us, um, like within a couple rooms of us, just down the hall or whatever. And um, so you just bump—you just bump into everybody all over. I mean, did you close. did
3: you meet some of them, like the Nonpoint dudes and stuff?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, um, I'm friends with the their tech, Mike, the right. drum tech. Yeah. And um, so actually we were having breakfast with Mike one day and um, Rob, the drummer, uh, just happened to walk by and saw us all sitting there. And he just came and sat with us and talked for, I don't know, probably almost an hour. That's awesome. But uh, I mean, but like those experiences happen and like, it's just one of those things that like, it's hard to explain until you get there. Like, I feel like we didn't pursue like any of those interactions. And if somebody was to, I mean, it's a kind of a fine line because you don't want to bother people obviously. right? So it's kind of this understanding that you have to have like to be Respected, respectful of, yeah yeah and just kind of like you're all in the same ship together i mean some of the cooler experiences um like sarah was uh late one night was one up to the froyo machine. there's like a frozen yogurt machine up on the up in the, the dining room or whatever and uh she just hops in the elevator and like joey belladonna from anthrax is take on the elevator with her and like
2: oh wow um
1: like <laughs> So, and then he notices her clint lowry hoodie and they start talking about seven dust and it was like this whole conversation that you know i wasn't even part of but it was oh great you know she gets back to the room and it's like what yeah
3: (laughs) well and i bet uh, there was a
2: conversation right before then where she was like i want some pro yo and you said oh me too and then she said you should go get us some and then you said no i'm not leaving you go and get it that's right she's all right all right fine and then she comes back She's like, oh, I, I was it. talking with a guy was from Anthrax. And you're yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. you
3: fucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but seriously, but, I know for a fact, if I was two rooms down from one of my favorite bands. Yeah. I would have at least been listening if they were out if just, you know, hanging out drinking drinks. And I would have just blended in and yeah. partied. Well, just,
2: every time they walk past, your door is thrown open Dude. and you like come running out. And you're I like, have- oh, hey, fancy seeing you guys here.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't so, know if if a, two rooms down, I'd be I'd be partying with them. That's just my yeah,
2: yeah.
1: well my personality I mean, you know, though. We yeah, it was one of those things, man. I I am really shy when it comes to that, and like I, I I'm yeah. really aware of like uh, of my assumed like or my I assume that those artists kind of want their they're on vacation too. You know, I mean they they mm-hmm. want to interact with fans when it's time to do that, but like they're also on vacation, and it's not up to me to be like. The one that's in their face all the time trying to hang out and spend extra time so you know that said you know kind of a running joke with uh with sarah and me too I was uh, uh um what's his name jason from nonpoint the guitarist uh one of the two guitarists um was also right there down the hall from us and like we just kept running into him time and time and time again and we never really did have like have a chance to like have a conversation which almost made it worse because like i felt like we were always like in his <laughs> not in his bubble but it's like Everywhere he went, like we were like three steps behind him. And I'm sure like every time he turned around, it was this weird couple of Mike and Sarah that
2: were just- You had nothing to say. You were just like sheepishly like like, hanging out behind him. (laughs) Yeah. And it's
1: like, there's no way that he doesn't think we're like stalking him. Right. But yeah, we really weren't. It was just, you know, it's a small boat. I mean, well, it's a huge boat, but it just, it becomes a small world in
3: itself. But I'd hate to paint it that small or big, it's true, nothing anyway. I uh, I feel like if I was on a boat like that I would be so restless all the time because yeah I turn into an instant fanboy especially if there's bands that I just really idolize. I just yeah, do, just... man. It all goes out the window and I just <laughs> But uh
1: well you got to you got to get on it then because there's it's it's a total must do. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's one of those things that um it's a really kind of surreal. It's nothing like any other music festival you'll ever be to. It's a vacation in addition to a music festival and right. you know, he went to Costa maya there was a beach party in uh in cozumel the pod and uh, oxymorons played
2: at i saw that yeah well you were posting a lot of photos and videos from the trip too and i was like man
3: that yeah. Was so awesome yeah dude i i really appreciate that by the way i was uh i sure. followed it i followed you like crazy on that and <laughs> i was even telling my wife you know we're going to la next week uh yeah. to see jordan play at emo night and i i want to log it like you did just Not only is it good for your friends to kind of see what you're up to, but also you'll be able to look back on that shit and just kind of reminisce, you know, about your trip. But I always go on these trips and then I just kind of, I lose contact. I just forget about everything. Yeah, I always start off the first day with like a few Instagram posts and stuff, and then that's it. Right. I really appreciated it, man. That was sure did a good job including us all.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I, I I feel like I definitely could have filmed more i I usually for most of the bands that i liked or that not even just that we were at that we saw i tried to film at least one song of theirs um and you know i i'm not very good at taking selfies with people i i always just kind of forget to do that and like especially with the artists i again get back to that kind of privacy thing like even if i have that like an hour-long breakfast with rob or just these random interactions in the elevator or whatever it's like i don't want to be the guy to be like hey can we do this selfie but yeah. then the down the backside, the downside of that is that then now we're here at the end of the trip and i'm scrolling through my facebook feed and all my friends that were on the boat with me and i'm seeing yeah, all their all selfies photos. with all these yeah. artists and i'm like i don't have a single Mike's one. like
2: you know? i met that guy too and everyone's like <laughs> it Prove happened it. man yeah sure you met him well i but. gotta say your your selfie game with sarah is totally on point and and that Aww. is one of the other unspoken uh great things about traveling with your significant other is that you get to brag about how awesome your relationship is in the form of the couple's selfie. Yeah, and, and I just got to say, you guys take some incredible selfies. There's one in particular where you're like, you did the sunset pictures, which is great. Yeah. And that's just such an awesome way to remember the, the nights. But like there yeah. was one where you're, you're looking at the camera and Sarah's like looking up at you and, and Chelsea saw that photo and she's like, Sarah looks at Mike the way I look at Mike's tacos. <laughs> 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 it was like, for those of you who don't know, Mike and Sarah and Chelsea and I have been doing this like weekly get together thing. We haven't done it recently, but uh, we do a weekly get together where Mike usually makes tacos and we watch TV show. And the tacos are incredible. And I, yeah. I have to say I look at Mike's tacos the same way Sarah looks at Mike. So it's it's a very <laughs> loving and endearing glance uh, or,
1: or gaze, yeah. rather. You know, a, uh, you know how to make a you know how to make a grown man blush, man. Well That's
3: I, I, it. It I kind of felt like Sarah and a lot of the selfies was like looking up at you like just like you said like sometimes it was just like this much of her face yeah and then <laughs> well, it's just mike well there was right one
1: I, I actually i know that picture you're talking about shane because we took it was probably at the water park and uh we went we, we did maybe one of the dumbest things that we did on the whole trip was uh wait until the last day when we're already getting back into the colder part of the gulf right and it was windy as shit, and it was really rough seas and um there was uh people were kind of starting to get a little seasick uh we were okay sarah got a little sick earlier but was uh medicated (laughs) and it was it was fine um but that particular day was really really cold to be at like a water park yeah and um so we were kind of rushing to take this picture this selfie together and like we took like three or four where neither one of us liked how we looked and then we just said all right fuck it let's take another one and it was probably the best one we took but unfortunately like half of sarah's face was missing but there's enough other ones to to, you guys know what she looks like so yeah but on the topic of that album uh that photo album it is actually uh, publicly shared on my facebook page so we can post a link to it or whatever if anyone's interested to see kind of a little more a taste of what shiprock was like at least like I said, there's not a whole lot of pictures of just random things that we did. Uh, we, we tried to kind of keep the camera put away for a lot of it, just to enjoy right. the time. But, but there's at least a uh, video or two. I, I do kind of take a little bit of pride in, in taking videos of, of bands. I try and stand in a good spot um, and get fairly decent quality audio because that's important to to us musicians and sound guys, right? So, yeah, I, I think you know I haven't listened to any of my stuff on good good equipment yet, but I, I'm pretty sure the audio came out pretty well. And, uh, for most of it and um you know I, I try to capture complete songs and things like that so you can actually get an experience of, of what it's like. So feel free to check it out. Um if we don't end up posting a link, uh I don't know, find a way to contact me and I'll get
3: you a hold of that album. So his number um, is three one nine.
2: oh you're already wrong. Don't ask for any but. selfies though because he will not oblige.
3: She's too shy. That's right. He wants no, to I'll let you have your you. have your ask, personal but, life. Yeah you have just, to be yeah. famous.
2: You're,
1: you're more than welcome to ask me for a selfie anytime i just don't have the balls to ask anyone else for a selfie that's my You had that problem last night just we were hanging out again with uh some of the non-point crew and stuff and um because the reason we're in houston right now so this is houston's just real close to galveston which is where the ship came back in mm. and um there was another non-point show with pod and a couple other bands norma and um living
0: sacrifice
1: living sacrifice thank you sarah she's my my assistant here is just waking <laughs> waking up from a nap here in the off screen here on our zoom morning call but
2: <laughs> morning sarah
1: um, but uh anyway yes yeah, so, and it's the same thing we were we all went out for uh, a couple drinks afterwards after the show was over and ended up at this taco truck next to the uh you know near the venue and uh, just hanging out and people are taking selfies all over and it's like eh,
3: nope well, another not show. gonna do it well
2: there's <laughs> there is a ruining. fine line there's a fine line though and to go back to what you were saying earlier about wishing that you would taking more photos and stuff like you know you want to document the trip but at the same time you don't want to be stuck behind your camera lens behind yeah. the camera screen the entire time so as yeah. long as you get some of the important shots and like you know it's really just yeah. little memories and stuff but
1: yeah oh so- there's a million memories a million stories i mean you know it's so dude how was
3: that show last night i mean you've already seen pod and Nonpoint. what did you yeah. think of norma Jean and living sacrifice did you catch I... any of living sacrifice
1: oh yeah yeah we saw the whole show um
3: now, they're old school man yeah i mean pod so grew living up sacrifice. on those
1: guys yeah so living sacrifice was great um there were like for my personal taste both of those bands were maybe a little on the heavy side
3: yeah um there's no singing liked... in those bands what's that there's no singing
1: yeah so i love heavy music you know sarah and i've been talking about this so i have a good analogy here i i think heavy music for me is kind of like hot sauce and Mm -hmm. like how hot the the heat gets Mm -hmm. i love to crank it up with hot sauce and get as hot as you can possibly get but there still has to be like some flavor to the hot sauce (laughs) otherwise it's just like like for instance the hot sauce de bomb that is you know the infamous hot sauce on like the show hot ones and would that be normal well no 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 that's that that would be um yeah i thought living sacrifice was maybe a little a little Uh, more on the on
2: the on the on the hot scale, but um, like chemically spicy, not
1: like (laughs) natural. You have to admit the the
3: chunky breakdowns in Living Sacrifice are just insane.
1: Yeah, so the drummer was really really good. I was definitely paying attention to him. He unfortunately broke his snare drum like during the first song, and there was a long pause while they you know fixed it. And you guys, I know we've all been there uh, with our bands at certain times where you just have to deal with these equipment problems um you know so that that was kind of a um it felt bad for them because you know that's not really their fault and that just kind of takes time away from their set i'm sure sure probably
3: throws
1: you probably throws you off your game too a little bit now you're playing somebody else i think i'm not sure about this but i think it's it looked like rob from that point actually gave him a snare or something because he was kind of standing there side stage helping him get set up and everything but um so i mean you know it was cool of them to obviously do that and get get back uh get back in gear but um there was a little bit of an interruption there but other than that i mean yeah i mean it was a great show they definitely uh, were all great musicians
3: um so that big guitar player that's that was the drummer for evanescence for the whole first album rocky is his name okay he's on the right he's the guitar player on the right
1: it's the guitar player it's the guitar player yeah Uh, i'm sorry okay i misunderstood when you told me earlier i thought it was the uh the drum no 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 nope is he the one uh, does he play a line six then his guitar one, yeah
3: you know i don't know he's just the guy on the right okay there's only yeah, two guitarists line, the lead singer and then the guitarist
1: yeah he had a line six full stack that i was i don't know I, again this is not to critique anybody because i'm really nobody to, to offer criticism but like uh i'm not a big fan of line six amps in a live setting i feel like they're
3: you, you, you can out. tell us Mike. Seriously, it's it's <laughs> don't, fine. Don't be shy. <laughs> don't hold back. Go Are you ahead and still tell there? us what you think of Line nope. 6. I think Line 6 just muted you.
1: Yeah, they're listening, <laughs> The <Mike>. company.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're freezing up a bit. You want to you want to back out and come back in? All right, let
1: me uh, let me leave. I'll come right back.
3: Okay. So while Speak he's gone man. everybody just just know that, you know, we support all guitars, you know. We don't want to spot out Line 6 and make fun of them.
2: In other news, uh, the Groove Life podcast is brought to you by Line Six guitars and amplifiers (laughs) and pedal effects. We want to thank our sponsors for supporting us.
4: Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic Choose Your Path to Adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. i yes. you Jake, are you JJ still Carter, going?
0: Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Jake, Benjamin fast, Harrison, William McKinley. We're literally Donald running Trump. out of time. <laughs> did you literally forget the president who is right now Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh, I did it. Ugh. Oh, I was in I was in my groove. Come there.
4: and learn with us everybody.
0: Well, it's still kind of me. I'm I'm kind of doing most You couldn't even of remember Joe I'm Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. L A
2: S. How's your week been going, Shane?
3: I, I've had a great week. Uh, I don't have a, an, as ex- exciting of stories as, as Mike does, but um, right. we did uh, get the band back together and had a really good practice the other night. And, that felt
2: um, good. That felt really good, especially after taking that kind of long break because we haven't jammed together with Fresh Fighters now for two months you know, since November. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, And we have a gig coming up soon. And so we thought, you know, we should probably knock some rust off these old tunes and it i mean most of those came back with just like muscle memory stuff
3: i'm just excited about the idea of learning a ton more songs i mean even ones mm-hmm. we've already learned in the past because uh, uh those of you who don't know uh, fresh fighters got added to the rock fest lineup in uh is it cadet K- oh, K- yeah. K- kadot wisconsin K-Dot, Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. um so we'll be playing three hours so we have to have a good amount of songs
2: Yeah, we were kind of trying to figure that out at practice because I assume we're gonna probably wanna play some of the mega hits twice, maybe. You know, like play a couple of the because I don't know if if like I'm thinking because we're doing three sets, if we play the first set and it's all deep cuts and you know everybody's coming around, they're like, What's I don't recognize any of these songs, then they're not gonna want to come back for the other ones, but maybe I don't know. I'm not really sure how I think you'll definitely
3: have to have ones you repeat. And maybe we'll repeat some songs out of set one and set three, and then I don't know. I think that it'll all work out, but yeah, definitely we'll have to. We'll repeat just get some wasted songs. and play whatever we want. But we're—I mean—we're playing on uh, on kind of the chicks rock day. Yeah, um, the headliners are all female
2: fronted bands, which is pretty rad. I think. Do you it's remember a, who's on the main what's stage? What's
3: Evanescence, Hailstorm, um, Pretty There's Reckless, another,
2: Pretty Reckless, yep
3: and uh like butcher babies and that's um, gonna be awesome uh britney spears britney spears elizabeth yeah. von presley yeah i'm just kidding no but they're I'm back uh, hey he's man back. there he is welcome back mike i Sorry, like you guys. i like you better on bottom to be honest
2: he's still on bottom for me really he's a power bottom
3: i'm kind of a power top so
2: he's generating so much power from the bottom
3: he's the generator awesome. Yeah, yeah, sorry we'll,
2: about that. You know what I think happened?
1: I was I was talking shit about Line Six, and I, I'm I'm off that now. I'm now going to talk shit about the uh, the Hampton Inn Galveston uh, Wi-Fi setup. Well, we just is, got done
3: announcing sponsors, and we announced that uh, <laughs> Line Six is sponsoring today's podcast along with Hampton Inn. So Hampton Inn. you may yeah. not want to do that.
1: No, Be careful, rock the boat.
3: Tread lightly, friend
1: yeah so apparently every 24 hours you have to re-log into the wi-fi and guess oh. how long ago guess exactly how long ago i checked into this hotel and logged into the Wi Fi.
3: <laughs> wow it made sense dude because you were just gone and i was like yeah i think something has to happen there That's but crazy. it's good to have you back you still look as good and as young as you it's did good when to you be back. First, yeah
2: he looks a couple minutes older to me i was gonna say i feel a couple
3: minutes older well dude those are awesome things i was starting to tell a little bit about Kind of what I've been doing this week, Um, and I mentioned that we've been practicing and uh, with the band and looking at the rock fest that we're going to be doing. And yeah,
1: some
3: other shows. I saw that
1: with my with my limited uh, internet access over the last week. One of the things that I, the little news nuggets that I got a hold of that I was that made me super happy was to see you guys on that bill. That's super awesome, and we're going to have to go check out that festival now. So thanks for making us do that
3: totally man. I, i'm excited because i mean i'm going to like uh not fest the month before but even the night that we got chosen for i think great there's some really good bands you know all those chicks can really rail um mm-hmm. and so i'm excited like we finish and then evanescence plays and we so i'll get to catch that whole show which i bet will be yeah, so amazing hell yeah I'm just
2: going to be hanging around backstage trying to get selfies with everyone.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, can we take a photo? <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you, are you Evanescence, the lead singer? Yeah. yeah. It, Evanescence. Are you, is that her name?
2: No, no, no. It's they're named after the guitar player. whose name is Evan. Oh, and his last name is Essence. And it's,
3: it's his smell <laughs> that they named it after. Oh, right. Evan, Evanescence. Very potent. His scent. Hey, what are we drinking today, guys? it's a little bit different we're doing a day pod so everyone knows yeah
2: i just finished uh my best dad in the galaxy mug of coffee had a big old thing of coffee
3: yeah was it uh some uh folgers or some uh starbucks or
2: uh it is i think it's through caribou actually caribou hazelnut flavored i'm a big hazelnut coffee guy. we we did a whole coffee rant on one of the previous episodes i I think it was the
3: one that didn't make it we had the, the episode that was kind of uh just for our own personal satisfaction, it didn't well, it. No, we posted that one. I thought because I listened to
2: that. Okay, we talked yes, about you're coffee right. and traffic.
3: You're right. That was our last episode. Yeah. We uh we recorded an episode this week, and uh, it just something happened. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it didn't it didn't happen. And today is happening. It's three o'clock Saturday afternoon. We didn't want to skip an episode, so we just kind of all. Got a hold of each other and say, hey, let's just hang out middle of the day. I'm drinking a Monster Energy Pink Ultra Rosa. Nice. And, uh, it's actually a really good one. It has kind of a grapefruity taste to it. I like it a lot. I don't drink a lot of energy drinks anymore, but it's nice. What are you drinking, Mike? I'm drinking
1: a product from uh, the, a brewing company known as the Coca-Cola Company.
3: Nice. Coca-Cola and, Brewing.
1: Uh, yeah, Coca-Cola Brewing. It's uh, like a micro di- brew, right? Those oh, guys are
2: pretty... Uh, Pretty small time, right? Eh? Yeah,
1: well, they're. I'm trying to support them. You they're know, local. It's, yeah, trying to trying to bring a little more awareness and knowledge to their products, right. and um, trying to just
3: drink healthy, probably just trying to be healthy. Yeah,
1: well, diet. I mean, of course, that's known to be the healthy uh, alternative because it says diet on it.
3: Well, I mean, the aspartame is good for your uh, memory. I think that's what I heard. Uh, I, maybe, but I don't, forgot about that, so I, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, my god! That's that's a borderline dad joke right there. I apologize. It, it worked um, out
3: perfect. It worked out all right. perfect.
1: Yeah, so, no, I'm just drinking some diet coke, trying to keep awake. We just got up from a nap a little bit ago. We're still recovering. Man. It's it was okay. So I wanted
2: while. to ask you something about this. Did you guys sure. have a hangover while on the boat, and what was that like? Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean. um, well, okay.
2: Actually, let I've me never. I've never had a hangover on a boat before, so I just want to know: is it do you exponentially really exponentially worse, or do you uh, really
3: puke over the side? I mean, you...
2: <laughs> no. So there's not. I don't think we were ever
1: at, at a railing where you, actually we would have had direct access to the sea below. If we had puked over any of the railings we we were on, we would have been puking on somebody,
3: below us.
1: Corey Taylor, sorry, bud. No. Well, this, this was our, I don't know if I mentioned, this is our, not only our first ship rocked, but it was also our first cruise. It's the first time we've been on a boat of that size. I and mean, we've been mm-hmm. obviously out on like fishing boats and stuff, but not, um, not over a cruise ship or any kind of, you know, Titanic sized boat that, that this thing was. Um, so the motion of it is a little different. And uh, I think that everybody reacts to motions or gets motion sickness in different ways. I've been motion sick before uh, on like a, like a deep sea fishing adventure, like in a small, you know, relatively small boat, just going out in in kind of rougher seas. I got pretty green pretty quick and was getting sick. So I wasn't really sure how I was gonna handle this. And you can definitely feel the movements on on these big ships, but it's nowhere near the same thing. And um, like talking with my wife, Sarah, um, she's been out on these kind of deep sea fishing things in the same kind of boats that made me sick and been fine. And she was actually starting to turn a little green on the cruise ship. Um, huh. But they make these little seasickness patches. I don't know what the medication is exactly, but it, it, you put one on each side of your, uh, behind your ear. And um, it kind of takes a little while to kick in, but then once it does, uh, it, it's basically fine. You can supplement it. There's like Dramamine or whatever too. And mm-hmm. um, so she was kind of, uh, you know, going that route to, to stay uh, to stay well. Through the, through the adventure but to answer your question about this the hangovers the other part of it is i mean the ship is kind of known to be a very heavy drinking sort of event right but there's just right. it's a the bars are open 24 7 you know you can drink as much as you want to your heart's content wow. um and so we were kind of a little nervous because we do like to drink we have no problem you know hanging with whoever wants to drink a lot but um you know it's been a lot of years since we've since I, at least, well, and Sarah too, um, have you know really binge drank more than once in a you know couple weeks time frame, you know, and so we were a little worried about holding our own for uh, five days. That said, we didn't quite drink as much as I thought we were going to. Um, so, we so had a on. few. Go ahead.
3: I was gonna say so on this cruise was were the drinks inclusive because I did see that you were posting that yeah. some drinks were expensive or,
1: yeah, some drinks were expensive. That, that is one kind of drawback of it too. I think actually because ship rockers are known specifically to drink so much that there were no drink packages available used, for us. To there purchase. used
2: to be an open bar. So
1: was yeah, the food
3: we'll, included or?
1: Yeah. The, so the food the food was included. We could eat as much as you want, and the food was very good. Um, you know, a lot of it was just buffet style or whatever, but you could go down to a dining room and order off of the menu there, uh, which is very similar to the food that you would have in the in the uh, um, in the buffet. But it was, you know, kind of plated for you and made a little nicer. That's all included. I mean, you can tip, and then all the but all, then all the drinks are yep, you pay for that on top. So, um, you know, it adds up because the drinks are very expensive.
3: And mm. um, like a tall know, boy, want- what do you what do you got? Ten bucks.
1: <laughs> so what we did that was you get two dollars off if you buy a bucket of four tall boys of we drink miller light which is you know pretty basic beer just to you know for me i know my limitations and i can drink that all night you know and, and kind of know where i'm at you start getting into the heavier beers and things kind of change but um a bucket of four miller lights with a reasonable tip was like 32 bucks
2: Ooh.
3: yeah <laughs> okay so like so like eight bucks each so it's, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, going to the cell center or something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, but there's also the wait staff, they bring them to you. So wherever you're standing, there is a, a swarm of, of wait staff that are, I believe all commissioned. It can't possibly just be based on tips, which they get tips obviously too, but they are pushing drinks on you. I mean, it's, there is no problem, um, finding yourself somebody to bring you a drink wherever you are on the ship. So, do
2: you how does that work do you like a wristband or something they scan and it charges to the room
1: yep you have a card uh they call it a. and i think this is similar to any other cruise which again i don't know because i've never been on on a cruise before this but they give you what's called called it's a carnival thing they give you like a sign it's called a sign and sale card Hmm. it's actually it's your room key it's all of your drinks all of your identification on the ship uh, to get on and off at the port that's how they kind of count heads to know who's on and off the ship sure um, it's basically the one thing you need to keep on you at all times uh, if you want to you know do anything so um, yeah so basically they just take there's a number written on it but it's also like a there's a barcode and a, and a bar uh, magnetic strip on the back and everything so um, they can and like it it's a very advanced like computer system too like the bars when they scan your card like A mugshot of you appears on their screen so they know it's you like doing the thing and um all that but yeah it's i mean it's it's very seamless it's just you know then they give you a little receipt and you sign your tip or whatever and then you're good to go and you have four more beers to drink
3: so (laughs) nice yeah it looks like you had a fucking awesome trip man um yeah You could probably do it again next year, maybe, or I think
1: almost for sure. It's, it's going to be, I think, and that this is kind of the trap. I think people find themselves falling into that we've heard from a number of other people that once you do it once you're kind of inducted into this family, you're called a survivor and um, you're just, you're going to be a part of it from then on forward. I don't know. I don't know of anyone who's actually only gone once and never gone back.
3: Are there secret ceremonies and stuff? You know that <laughs> they, they kill one they, virgin like, passenger every things, every voyage. Things that you're it not allowed to talk about, like that you're not yeah. sharing with us. Yeah. Can we get a little out. exclusive, you know?
1: No, not well, no, but you know, it's it's funny that it, it does kind of feel like you, you get inducted. And I've I've mentioned this before too, like even with some of these like uh, fan clubs for the different bands and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm part of this, you know, Seven Dust family, quote unquote, you know, this that that is part of this whole um just nationwide network of people who really love these bands and like you almost kind of feel and and i don't mean this in any negative way because i love these people It's really they're i mean they are like family but it's just you all of a sudden just kind of feel like without even realizing you're just like you're part of this cult or part of this you know like i I use the word cult you know in a a sort of a very serious way
3: oh okay yeah,
1: yeah no but like it's just like all of a sudden you're part of this thing that you didn't even really realize you were like inducted into like to, to your point about like the blood oath or whatever you know, I mean obviously you're it's praying, not that
3: official day. starting to create a legion on a regular basis exactly
1: we have these shrines here and like the you lay out the little mat yeah but yeah in, in well hashtag in dust we trust yeah um dust we actually, trust that's a real Talk. hashtag by the way oh, <laughs> But no but like the same thing with ship rock though it's like you're part of this whole family and like instantly there's all these people that are like really kind of acting and and really being like your best friend they'll take they'll give you the shirt off your off their back if, if you need it you know and it's like it's just a, a lot of really cool people and like-minded you know uh, fans of the same kind of music and there's we, we never once felt unwelcome or um you know like there was some click that we weren't a part of or something like that. I mean, it was just always this super welcoming.
3: Other than the fact that people were always pointing and laughing a lot at you guys? Other I than just that... figured that,
1: would, that happens to me in normal life. So that was just kind of what... what <laughs> just uh, their greeting. Was, so did yeah, you it's...
3: did you happen to possibly see Jerry Gaskell on stage at all? I mean, did you know was he I part of the stowaways?
1: I didn't see him get announced either. I don't know if maybe he didn't actually make the ship. I, I, I don't know. He, he might he, have been on it
3: very well could have not made it
1: yeah i I didn't see i I don't i was so one. i will and i won't i don't want to talk talk this whole podcast about ship rock i will say one thing about yeah (laughs) this the the stowaways there's a there's a thing called the stowaways show and what i was going to ask you about that so yeah so what that is is uh, a number of artists that are both in the main sort of bands that are part of the lineup as well as uh, a number of other artists that are only you know, maybe one or two members of a certain other band um, or just kind of these random well-known celebrities or, you know, players of of different instruments that are on the ship. And then what they will do is, you know, because it's like a music festival, it's kind of a unique opportunity for these artists to kind of get to know one another. And and obviously many of them already do. Um, And maybe some don't, but they can kind of have the opportunity to sort of gel, figure out if they want to like, play a song together and so there's these uh stowaways show there's usually two uh on the cruise um where they kind of form these little super groups of people from different bands that will get together and play typically like a cover song of whatever they choose and um, it's just a really cool experience because you have all these band members that you may know from their original bands that are now getting together and and uh and just kind of forming this new thing so um, the, they did one that on this cruise they did actually one stowaways show like that and then the other stowaways show was actually a tribute to Eddie Van Halen so it was the same thing but then all of the song choices were going to be uh based off of uh you know Eddie Eddie Van Halen's the you know themed um so I mean there was I don't even want to name a single artist because I'm going to leave a hundred other out but I mean if you look up the lineup from Shiprocked it, it was just an insane amount of talent that was that was on and it would just go from one song to the next um, and people would kind of roll in and roll out. And, you know, they're all playing house equipment too. That's the other thing that I didn't think of. Is most of these bands, almost none of the bands uh, brought their own equipment other than their instruments themselves, like the guitars.
3: Which makes so, sense. Could you imagine yeah. having all that equipment? Oh, God. Yeah.
1: And I guess they had the option too, but it's just logistically, it just didn't make sense. So, um, you know, they are playing house drum kits, they're playing house guitar amps and everything which you know was good equipment you know that Mesa actually you know, a lot of line six amps. yeah line six
3: <laughs> Dr- line six drums
1: no. yeah yeah um I'm, I'm sure hey, there's a way to make a line six amp sound good but uh I just don't I've never heard it but um anyway but yeah so that, that was a really 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 cool part of it um I don't even remember where I was going with this why do we bring up stowaways
3: I think we just were asking about it. Okay. About Jerry Gaskell and stuff. So that's where right. it kinda of
1: came from. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Jerry Gaskell. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing him. There, like I said there there were a number of other um uh, artists from the stowaways, you know, that, that that were there that we did see, but I, yeah, Jerry Gaskell, I don't I don't think his name ever
3: came up. Now, did they have to actually sleep in the bottom of the boat? Yeah. <laughs> with the with the stowaways. They were the, literally um,
2: illegal passengers. Yeah, they didn't have yeah. any
3: spots for them left, so they had to Yep. they were
2: stowed away in in wooden uh wine barrels that would <laughs> be <laughs> that,
3: that,
1: that would be a very uh
2: good next to the for, next for, to for the cannonballs the and gunpowder <laughs> yep <That's laughs> so uh, i i had one other question about this so um you were saying i mean obviously it's a it's a really big ship but was was everyone on the boat part of shiprocked or were there regular cruise passengers that weren't like allowed in your yeah house?
1: That's a great question um, no it was fully 100 privately chartered so everything wow everything on board this is a I didn't the capacity it's it was the carnival breeze was the ship I think it's a capacity of like 3500 people um,
0: it's over a thousand
1: uh, it was over like a thousand feet long the ship and it's like 12 floors 100 percent all shipwrecked. Wow. So it's I mean, there's everything was themed like and the the promoters had, I think, like four or five days prior to boarding to actually like outfit the ship. Yeah. Um, to th- kind of theme it out. Um, so, I mean, there's all kinds of little I mean, all the elevators were kind of decked out with ship rocks, you know, stuff. Nice. And, was um, it
2: was and, it full? was it a fully booked trip? Uh,
1: I think this year was not. OK. Um, it was close. From what I understood, it was in the, like 80 percent range or so um but i could be wrong and also there was a lot of those numbers were in flux because you know there was a lot of mandatory uh, COVID testing and I, I know there were a number of passengers and even band, band members that you know at the last minute took their COVID test and came out positive and had to cancel so wow
2: um
1: you know it's just kind of the uh, the unfortunate circumstance of the times and having to follow carnival's rules having to follow the promoter's rules having to follow you know just everything so um thankfully uh to my knowledge there was no kind of outbreak or any sort of you know anything bad that happened on the ship because of course that's kind of in the back of everyone's mind too right. but, um but no we all as far as i know everyone stayed healthy and and everything was fine so
2: that's good
1: um but yeah it, it was a fully chartered for just this i think the first couple of years that shiprock did their event i think it was 50 50 and so like 50 percent of the other of the rest of the ship was just regular cruise passengers mm. but i believe and again i wasn't there so i could be wrong on the details here but what i believe happened was those other 50 percent non-participants were at least given like a heads up to say uh you know this is kind of a special event happening on board this cruise ship and i believe they were offered some kind of a discount uh to mm. kind of deal with the additional noise and music and everything that they weren't necessarily signing up for
2: well and obviously they wouldn't be allowed into the concert area either if they hadn't paid for that experience yeah. right
1: i i that's a great question i don't know I, I i i remember a story of like this 80 year old couple that that booked you know this uh ship rock and, and their like,
2: last vacation ever
1: yeah well right and they were just this, you know, kind of ancient couple that were just on a cruise
2: uh-huh.
1: and um, they like checked it all out and like loved it. And then they came back. They've come back like every year since. Oh, I don't wow. Know if, they're, if they're still doing it, but they came back and, you know, so they kind of became part of this whole family just through. um you know, kind of by accident, because I thought were-
2: I thought you were going to say that story was going to go way worse. It was like this eighty-year-old yeah. couple; they were taking They're like one complain. last extravagant vacation. They're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, <laughs> well, you know,
1: To be fair, I'm I'm sure those people were on the boat too. They just didn't tell stories about it. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, right. Yeah, but at least
1: the good news is that the festival had grown has now grown to the size where they can actually afford to to charter the entire ship. So that's nice. Everyone on the ship is is involved with uh, with the event.
2: Cool. Yeah. Sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, man. I'm bringing you guys with me next year. <sighs> Sweet. So get to play. That's that's a bucket list. I would love to play on a cruise. Oh my god, be so dude. Much fun. I mean,
1: it just as I mean, and, and I'm sure there were so many musicians on board in addition to me that were just there as as guests and not performers. But just to be somebody who's played on a stage of any size, and mm-hmm. to then be in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico or wherever any of these cruises have gone, you know, they, yes. they don't always go to the same locations, but this one we're in the middle of the Gulf and you're just watching some of these people. Just, you can just see the, the, the smile on their faces. It's like, we are in international waters yeah, on a boat playing, you know, whatever music you're, you're enjoying. And, and, yeah. you know, and it's just, it was a really kind of magical feel to it. That's and so awesome. I would recommend it to anybody who wants to well, uh,
3: check it out there's also a lot of different uh cruise music cruises out there i know that like they have you know 80s cruises they have the monsters of rock cruise yeah i know like uh they have the prog rock cruise like with every prog band you can think of is on for a whole week um and then you get into like uh kiss cruise and F. leopard cruise i mean and it's a big deal like they they fill those boats with just kiss fans and then they'll you know they'll play a little bit and then like all these different bands that you know kiss
2: tribute bands
3: well <laughs> it, it sometimes they'll actually have that but for the most part it's just lots of different bands and and stuff but it's mm. a big deal right now this except for during covid it's a little bit challenging right. but i know that there's a lot of cruise yeah. music cruises out there but monsters of rock is coming up here pretty soon i've always wanted to go on one of those but who knows maybe yeah. And I was thinking maybe someday they'll have a tribute cruise. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I
2: bet it's out there. It probably exists somewhere.
3: We got to find it.
1: (laughs) It's definitely something. Whoever came up with the idea originally um, was a smart cookie because they, it was just one of those things, man. It's just, it's combining. I don't even know if I'm necessarily like big on cruises. This is the only cruise I've ever been on. So I can't really compare it to anything else. I mean, um, it's definitely fun, you know, but I I can imagine, but there was just, the element of mixing the two things together really was a good match i think and um because you're just part of this whole thing that that happens to you and you know and the the stops when you go to these different ports you know um there's always some kind of themed event happening there too that is just equally as fun and you get to vacation and you know Cozumel for a day and get a tan or a sunburn like i did
2: and um Mike, you don't sunburn.
1: <laughs> I well, I'm 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 blessed with the ability to tan very easily and and it's I am a little sunburn resistant, but I did my forehead here is uh peeling uh, a little bit. I don't know. It's it's fine. I, how I did didn't, Sarah
2: how did Sarah do out there? She, you know She's actually the same
1: way. She uh she she tans uh much easier than than she burns too. But um yeah, we we laid out in the on the beach for a while and went swimming. I had a little kind of religious experience that I didn't expect to have. I really, I felt like,
2: Oh, I saw this video. Yeah. I meant to bring this up. Yeah, That was great, dude.
1: Yeah, man. So it's one of these things and I, I, so, you know, the re- whole reason I'm even out in Iowa now is, is because of swimming. So, I mean, most of my friends, I think probably know this by now, but, I, uh, back in high school, you know, I was, I was a swimmer and that was, I was Mike the swimmer. I don't think I really did much else other than swim competitively. And, I come from a long family history of of swimmers. My my dad was a South American champion. Uh, mom swimmer, mom was a mermaid. Mom was a mermaid. Yeah. Um, well, she was a national champion in, in a couple of events as well. And and uh, my grandma on my mom's side is a bronze medal winner in the Olympics in swimming. So wow, I have this whole kind of swimming background, and I was just destined, uh, I guess, to 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 try and carry that legacy. And and um, I swam for Iowa State for, for two years. So I got recruited to come out here to Iowa right here. I mean, I'm in Texas right now, but, uh, to live, to move to Iowa and go to ISU for two years and swim there. Um, unfortunately the, uh, the swim team was canceled, um, at the end of my sophomore year due to uh, politics and budget cuts. And, uh, there was a number of other kind of theories and reasons behind it, but you know, mm-hmm. that's long, long, long under the bridge. Uh, now, you know, this is 20 years ago, uh, 20 plus years ago that this happened. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that like, it was really kind of upsetting at the time. And there were a lot of other opportunities that I guess I could have pursued. Um, you know, there were, there were ways that I could have transferred to other schools and continued swimming. I made the conscious decision to say, this is kind of the end of the road for me. And I stopped. Um, I never really got back in the water. I mean, other than just really stupid you know like like a hotel swimming pool or something but n- nothing to swim i've never just,
2: just yeah. jumped in a hotel swimming pool and just shredding laughs like little no, kids well,
1: you, you laugh but i did that a couple of years ago sarah and i went out somewhere and i was like i kind of had maybe a half of this sort of religious experience that i'm getting to about that happened here a couple of days ago but like you know i'd go and i'd get in this pool and you know it's the pool's like 10 feet long so like i can push off the one side and like slam my head into the other side before i even take a stroke
2: oh, and man. it was like
1: you know I <laughs> so i just did that and it was like one of these things that i just um you know uh hadn't i just avoided and for whatever internal for reason for myself psychologically just kind of suppressed that part of me ever since i got out of that game and um so when I went out when I we went out to the to the to Cozumel the other day I just I don't know in the back of my mind I was always thinking I'm like I want to get in the water today and so I did that and I just I swam out a little ways and um they had this kind of roped off area where there's like a lifeguard and stuff you know and um I, I'm not a huge fan of swimming in the ocean I just I've always I've never really loved open water it's just kind of weird to me like there's just I'm not afraid of sharks or anything, but it's all the little stuff like I don't know jellyfish and
2: uh, yeah, I don't want to step on a microbes
1: fish. and just the unknown stuff you can't see that are you know
2: sea specimens, human pee. Yeah, yeah. We had a
1: uh, well, yeah. So, I, but nothing, you know, it was fine the other day. But like floating so turds, out there, what's that thing?
3: Floating turds,
1: floating turds. Yeah. Well, you'll then have there.
3: that in a regular.
2: Olympic yeah, you'll see pool. that, and
1: that you see more of that probably in the in the community pool, but probably. Yeah. Um, No, so I just went swam out there and you know kind of way uh what's that song? Swim out past the breakers, uh, watch the world die. What's that song? Oh,
2: Everclear. Everclear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I
1: swam out, swam out past the breakers anyway, and and, uh there was, you know, a bunch of people on the beach or in the water kind of closer to the beach, and I just kind of right away just swam way the hell out. And again this...
2: <laughs> taking off like a speedboat yeah. in the water <laughs> yeah.
1: well it was funny to me because i i really haven't swam in 20 years i mean any sort of distance and it was kind of like riding a bike as far as i mean it just it felt, and i've you know i'm way more out of shape right now i don't want to at all imply that i am as good as i was 20 years ago i'm a fat fuck right now but uh, <laughs> but it still felt good and, and like i was able to you know swim i just felt like i had the same grip on the water that i had back 20 wow. years ago and and I just went right out all the way, and all of, sudden, all of a sudden, this jet ski comes up next to me, and it's the lifeguard. He's like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you, he's like, you need to have a life jacket on if you're going to be out this far. I was like, what?
3: Don't you he's realize like, who I am?
1: No, yeah, no, no. No, I was just, I yeah. no, I was just like. Swim oh, in college, I, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I just I wanted to just kind of swim far you know i swim out a ways and swim around he's like no just try and stay closer to the shore i was like okay you know i don't want to start any trouble so i I went closer and was supposed i was still a little farther out than everybody else but i was just kind of out in my own little private area and just kind of swam back and forth a little bit and went through the four different strokes and kind of just getting a feel of everything back and man it just felt i don't know if you guys it's hard i guess even it was just like one of these things where all these memories from like 20 years ago just came flooding back And it just, you know, it's something that just never, I guess, leaves you when when your life kind of consists of that for such a long time and you're just in that world. And then it just ended so abruptly. And just to kind of get back to it, um, it just really was a a really emotional moment for me, I guess. I kind of almost shed a tear a little bit, if I'm being honest with you guys. It was just kind of one of those things where it was like, uh, just I had to to do it. And it was felt your groove. maybe yeah it, definitely you know what it was absolutely groove and it was that that, that was what what gave me life that day yeah. and um it was just something that i'm so glad I was able to share that moment uh you know with, with sarah she came out and swam with me a little she was a swimmer too by the way um and so she she's a very good swimmer and she came out and we we swam a little bit together and just kind of told her about how uh You know how I felt, and was able to share that moment with her, and then with you guys too. And make I made that little video. Man, I was right in the middle of of that feeling when I I was like, I have to bring my phone out here and record this. I was going to say, and
2: it's really beautiful. I mean, I I'm really appreciate that you were able to share that with us. But at the same time, I was watching that like this maniac holding his phone in the open <laughs> ocean just filming like i'm imagining seeing this video and then at the end of the video the phone drops goes, yeah now did
3: you and, have like, uh, uploads. did you have it protected or something in some kind of case because i mean no. you used it everywhere in the water
1: no you I were used, doing yeah, all that's...
3: the strokes and you were holding the phone above water the whole time yeah. no,
1: no, no 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 i i came i went back to the shore to get the oh phone. okay okay so, no when i was some, like when like, now the
3: breaststroke yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it's, well, it's an iPhone that's apparent. I've never really tested it, but it apparently it's supposed to be water resistant to a certain depth for a certain time or whatever. So, it, yeah. It,
2: well, I'm going to tell you something about that. Okay. Uh, because there's dropping an iPhone in the ocean is a little different than dropping it <clears throat> in the pool. And as somebody yes. who went swimming with his wedding ring on after he had lost a considerable amount of weight and didn't realize it, as soon as that little ring goes plink off your finger into the water, your initial yeah. reaction is, "Oh, I'll just bend down and grab it." Yeah, it's gone. It's the second it breaks the surface tension, it's gone yeah. forever, and you'll never find it again.
1: Yeah, so I was worried about losing my phone forever for sure. And there's yeah. a lot of you know just pictures and videos and whatever else that I've been taking and hadn't uploaded yet, still haven't uploaded. Yet. Phone, yeah, phone numbers, and I, well, I think, as soon as your phone hits the, the surface
3: phone. of the water, phone numbers just they're gone they're going just swim away first thing to go yeah
2: so i gotta ask you this now because now now that you've had this wonderful experience yeah is an in-ground swimming pool part of the (laughs) sorry charlie's turning on my baby toys in here hold on um is an in-ground swimming pool part of the the construction blueprints now on the property
1: yeah it it is i I mean i I don't know about in-ground necessarily but at least fully in ground but um i do want to have something i can swim laps in and not necessarily even a full doing a 25 yard pool for a private residence is a little <laughs> extravagant
2: well um, but they do make those lap pools have you seen those that are like that long yeah. but they're only about five it's like the size of a single lane
3: yeah yep well so
1: the great idea like a
3: wave had, machine on them or something gives I, you I, tension
1: Geez, i think i might have even sent you a picture of this the idea that i had and this is going to be, I'm going to need to win the lottery here, guys, or, you know, maybe we can start a GoFundMe for Mikey J to get back into swimming or something. But, um, the, uh, I sent you this picture of, a. this is months ago, but it, there was a, it's a guitar shaped swimming pool. Yes. And the, the idea is that like the body of the guitar is like a smaller kind of hangout area for like a normal swimming pool. But yeah. then the neck of the neck of the guitar is then like a swimming lane. So you can actually swim laps. So um, kind of best for both worlds. And then it's also kind of a cool guitar shaped pool. Um, I have no idea what that would cost, um, other than a lot. Um, So those types of things that we're doing with our build project, with our house build are gonna be decided after we get sort of the actual house itself
3: built and, you know, well, then you have to decide out. if you're going to do a bass swimming pool, a six-string guitar, a five-string well, bass. Let me, I, I've got another a y- idea. A ukulele. Here, so.
2: you know, right. What if, what if, what if we do this? I'm, I'm just sketching something out here. What if you have, so you've got your lane for your lap swim, and then you could even make this smaller. So you have the lane for the lap swim, maybe have a hot tub at the end of the lane. And then on the other side of it, you could have like kind of a larger swimming pool area. Yeah. And then like, it would look something kind of like this.
3: Also, well, you got two hot tubs.
2: Well, no, 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 no. See the hot tub is up at the front here, okay. right? And then maybe have some kind of like fountain guest. yeah, like, like a, a fountain, sidewalk. Like oh, a fountain yeah. or something coming out that side. And then you yeah. got your lap here. Um, you know, maybe some kind of like divider, just to kind of a non-cycle. curly a
3: curly divider, kind of.
2: Right. And then up. down here you've got your your this is a larger swimming pool area, and you put some benches in there. And maybe plant like some shrubbery. (laughs) Grow
3: long (laughs) grass around it.
2: (laughs) Like privacy, you know, get some larger shrubs and stuff. I think that would look really nice.
1: You should charge money for your uh, landscaping and uh, hardscaping
3: ideas. uh, I would say the only thing that bothers me about it is it is very, it looks very much like a penis. I don't know if you (laughs) noticed that.
2: Oh my God, you're right. I didn't even notice that.
3: I mean, other than that, I think it's a great idea. You have a lot of good ideas happening, you know, the foliage around the bottom. A, a few minor fountain, tweaks, the fountain on the tip. I, I get it, it's, it's yeah. pretty great.
2: A few minor tweaks, I think we might be onto something, guys. Yeah, yeah well, it's open to interpretation. You could make this lane as long or as short as you want, <laughs> and if you need some extra, wind, as wide or as narrow, and yeah, exactly,
3: longer isn't always better,
1: right? No, absolutely. I mean, they like first back to swimming, I mean, you know, they, they've determined uh you know 25 yards to be the the short course length so i mean that's that's what we're gonna go with
2: i thought you were gonna say guys with smaller junk perform better in the water because there's less drag
1: <laughs> less drag, drag for sure,
2: man. why do you think
1: i was so good at swimming back
2: then? well i wasn't one gonna jump to any <laughs> conclusions here but
3: have you you guys been showing each other stuff without me anyway uh, um no. maybe <laughs> so anyway what do you guys think man i think we made a killer episode here
2: i think so i think this is i think this was our mic interview episode
3: i i I do i do too
2: i i think that's pretty great actually because you just had an awesome experience and we wanted to take some time to talk about that and kind of get into it and and i think capping it off with your uh with your little swim adventure was adventure (sighs) i feel so bad calling it a little swim adventure because it seems like i'm just looking down on it but it's a lot more than that I you had a you had a very important life experience that's a great way to end the episode I think
1: yeah yeah and well it was just a little some adventure I mean there wasn't anything really that fantastic about the physical act well I mean on
2: on the surface it was it was a spiritual thing but yeah it it was was. a very
1: spiritual thing for me and I what was the coolest part of it really was that it was so unexpected I I just had in the back of my mind I wanted to go swim and it just all of a sudden just came over me like a just this whole like a wave experience like a wave yeah, yeah
3: it was very funny. and it's uh, really it deep
2: was, man
1: very deep just like the ocean
3: yeah yes
1: um but yeah man i i guess this this uh this was the mic interview but yeah i mean there's uh it, it's been great talking about the whole thing and, and I've, i i really have enjoyed sharing uh a lot of the experiences with you guys and um definitely like i said uh, earlier in the episode i mean there's a there is a facebook photo album that we put together that is public yeah. and we guys, should link all,
2: that on our on our facebook page i think yeah you're cool. all more than
1: welcome to to like or comment or you know whatever just check it out and um there's i think my video that we're talking about here in the ocean is on there too and um yeah i mean you know it's we just put ourselves out there and well you know it was it, it i i the, the worst part you know so we've now talked about the best part of Shiprock and, the, and all the fun things. The worst part about it was you guys were still stuck back at home. I really wish you guys were up there with us and, it was and so sharing cool, the whole dude. experience with us. Yeah, it looks like we picked a good week to be
2: gone. Well, and you also picked a good week to be coming back because we've got a huge snowstorm coming this week. And it's supposed yeah. to get really, really cold here So That's really
3: weird because I didn't see any snow in the forecast. I saw one day that has a 40% chance of snow. I've been I think looking, next Wednesday. I mean,
2: not to get too super interesting with this segment of the podcast but i'm pretty sure we're supposed to get a significant winter storm this week yes
1: i've been i've been seeing little peeps about that i don't know about the super cold is it supposed to get super cold again too
2: i just heard that the first week of february we're supposed to get like really 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 cold temperatures but i don't know i i went to an alternative news source for my. some alternative meteorology yeah it looks like on,
3: it looks like on Wednesday there's a 31% chance
2: oh that's not bad Yeah.
1: all right,
3: it's that's always all right. Changing. Well, anyway. this, and that's
1: about is that about when we're
2: uh, releasing this episode right so Tuesday see... yeah
3: speaking if of you're everybody uh...
2: if you're listening to this right now make sure you're, you're boarding up your windows and getting your <laughs> snowblowers ready to go
3: so anyway, just everybody, we have a Facebook page and we don't have a lot of interaction. We have a lot of followers, but it'd be cool to start getting some conversations going. Um, you guys are welcome to comment and stuff, but we can put the link to Mikey J's photo album on there. Um, we also have the Groove Life Song of the Week uh, playlist that's on Spotify. Um, of course, we haven't had a, a song of the week for a little bit, but we we'll be jumping right back into that in February. Um, February. That's how I say it. And along with um, some some really cool guests coming along for sure. So anyway, yeah. if you guys could also do us a favor and uh, give us a rating, you know, give us a five star, give us a review, because whenever you like things and you like our pages and you like our Instagrams and stuff, it helps get this uh, the numbers up and pe- more people kind of you were talking about families, Mike, you know. Growing the Groove Life family. And uh, that's what we see it as. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people that have been listening week or weekly, bi weekly, or whatever, and they just keep coming back. And so we want you to keep enjoying this. If you have little things like somebody that you want us to interview or, you know, little ideas and things, we're, hey, yeah. let's do it.
1: If we have made this episode the mic interview, then I guess we probably need to have a Shane and a Gigi interview in the future. So well, we can let them ha- yeah.
3: happen organically. I know? suppose. Yeah. But I am pretty excited because next week I'm going to see my boy perform at, uh, uh, I think it's at the Avalon in L.A. And it's uh, Emo Night, which is this thing that goes all over the, the nation. It's based out of L.A. Do doing a cover? Um, there's three headliners for Emo Night, and he's one of them for this one.
2: Oh, so but it's his own original music.
3: Yes, he has. He actually um, he played the Viper Room just just about a month ago, and he has a hired band that he brings on for these shows. So he has a full band. He's doing wow. So it's and they're really fun. The band is really cool. They have this uh, long hair guitar player that throws his hair all over the place, and then they have this chick bass player. I mean, they're a really good band. Nice. So really excited. I'll report back on that. Sweet, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, you'll
1: have to. Oh,
3: we we won't need a whole episode because mine's only just a little show, but. This was great Mike thank you so much and uh mm-hmm. for uh keeping us in the loop while you were gone it's good to have you back even though you're not quite back here um what we'll the hang Yeah soon. We,
1: yeah the final adventure will be our flight home tomorrow they keep changing the uh the times of our flights and it looks like we may miss our connection now so we'll we'll see what happens but
3: maybe there's another concert you can go yeah
1: yeah right i hope so if you know what if we miss i hope i hope we can but you know i got to get back to work i got to pay off this damn bar tab so (laughs) um, (laughs) dude it was it's i hate to like again it's not because we drank that much but it's just because everything was so expensive it's into four figures
3: oh i I can imagine
1: yeah so i mean mean, i'm just the the way it goes i mean you're not going to go all that ways and do all that planning and all that expense on every other front of it and then not just drink what you want to drink yeah I'll,
2: I'll be making prison wine in the toilet during the cruise. that's what i'll be doing
3: prison wine
2: <laughs> yeah Love you it. know you can take some yeah. orange juice and let it ferment in the toilet i don't know I, just, yeah. I heard about this on a tv show i i liked yeah.
3: it man i think that's cool prison wine yeah. uh that'll be the name of this episode anyway that's
2: the name of my punk band
3: <laughs> well thanks guys this is awesome um we will see you guys or we will hear you guys or you will hear us very very soon um thanks guys yeah uh goodbye friends thanks everyone bye we'll see you
0: welcome to the